You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Huda Nation, and welcome to Locked On Saints, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Ross Jackson here at Ross Jackson ASC on Twitter, your host covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, like nobody else does it every single Monday through Friday. Lead analyst over at AllSaintsConsidered.com. And as always, welcome to all of our first-time listeners, as well as to all of those of you who have been supporting me from the jump. Huda family, and welcome into today's game day episode of Locked On Saints. Today, we're going to start off with a couple of Saints headlines, including a Saints Fan favorite retiring with the team, and we'll also talk about what to expect from today's game against the Miami Dolphins, the final preseason game. Then we'll dive into the 53-man roster projections. I've been so excited to get to this. We're going to start off with special teams and offense in the second segment, and then we'll jump to the defense to close out the show. We'll revisit this all next week to see exactly how wrong I was, but as a little bit of extra information, I'll let you know which positions I think could be filled by players from other squads at the end of roster cuts. So we got all that and a little bit of lanyard for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. Let's get it. So to start us off, today. The Saints held their annual touchdown luncheon yesterday where they announced the previous season's MVPs for each unit. Ryan Ramchek on offense, Demario Davis on defense, and Will Lutz on special teams were the club's selections. Ryan Ramchek played 996 offensive snaps last season during the regular season uh, at starting right tackle, allowing only four sacks and two hits, never multiple in a game. Demario Davis is constantly credited by fans and media as being a big part of the Saints' rebuild on defense. Looks like the team feels the same way and gave him some recognition for that. And Will Lutz went 28 of 30 in field goals last season while going 11 of 12 from 40 to 49 yards and 2 of 3 beyond 50 yards. It's been a big relief amongst the Houdat Nation to have a reliable place kicker in the Saints facility. Lutz gets his appreciation as Saints team MVP. Meanwhile, Jermon Bushrod has signed a one-day contract with the Saints this morning and will retire in the black and gold. Bushrod played with the Saints most recently last year when he was brought back to be a swing tackle after spending his first four seasons of his career here from 2009 to 2012. He was also named to the Pro Bowl in 2011 and 2012, two years in a row there. He also made stops in Miami and Chicago before finding his way back to the Saints in 2018. He played 5,061 total snaps, sporting the floor to leave for New Orleans, eclipsing 1,000 in each of his first four seasons with the team. Bushrod recently went through a very rough time with the loss of his newborn daughter during the season in October. He missed a couple of games and then returned to the team afterwards and since then has been a beam of light for fans on social media pushing his faux car wash and detailing service as well as sharing funny moments of himself and his family with fans. He's been a fan favorite and it's exciting to see him retire a Saint after a successful 10-year career. So the Saints and the Dolphins will be squaring off this evening for the Saints final preseason game ahead of roster cuts which must be complete. The Saints must be down to 53 on their roster by 4 p.m. on Saturday. The game tonight starts at 7 p.m. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what to expect in this game as well as what I'm going to be watching for. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to see of each quarterback. It would make sense to me if we saw the usual split that we've seen so far unless there's a two-minute drill opportunity at the end of the first half. Get Taysom Hill a second opportunity there since Teddy Bridgewater's already had to. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised to see Taysom Hill start this game. I don't have any reason to believe that that will happen. No one really does. But just an opportunity 
opportunity for him to be able to play with some of the guys that are a little bit higher up in the roster would make sense to me. But really, this is going to be a game all about the individual evaluation of players that most people don't know the names of. There's going to be a lot of special teams evaluation. You might see the Saints go three and out a couple times just for the sake of getting a punt coverage team out there. You might see something to where, you know, if the, the Saints are close enough to allowing the Dolphins to score, they might let that happen so they can get a look at their kick return unit as well. You're going to see little things like that. So don't take any of this to heart, what you see tonight in terms of the final result of the game. This is honestly the least reflective game of the Saints 2019 season. This is a game that you watch because you are interested and passionate about the game and the players and you want to see people utilizing their last opportunity to potentially make this team or make another team's roster. So that's what this game is going to be all about. It's going to be a lot of evaluation of the little things. It's going to be a lot of evaluation about the guys that are not the big names and that are away from the spotlight. So just make sure that you remember that because if the Saints lose this game, there's no real difference between going three and one in the preseason or going two and two in the preseason. Going 0 and four in the preseason has yielded some ugly results historically, but outside of that, nothing in terms of information that reflects what the team is going to look like during the season really matters in this game. This is all about individual evaluation and people's last opportunity to make an NFL roster. So what are some of the things that I would like to see in this evening's game? Well, first of all, I'd love to see any wide receiver just absolutely stand out. Again, special teams evaluation might get a little bit in the way of some offensive production in this game, but with the offensive opportunities that are there to be had, I'd love to see guys like Emmanuel Butler, Simi Cobbs, even Cyril Grayson and Austin Carr just proving that they deserve a spot on the 53-man roster. I'd love to see Divina Zigbo make good on some extra opportunities. Dwayne Washington's not going to be playing in tonight's game. Not enough time to clear concussion protocol from the Jets game. So this is going to give Divina Zigbo an opportunity to get in there early and often. And I'd like to see him make good on that. And then one other thing that I'd love to see is Caden Ellis just continue to stand out. He's already convinced me. He's already convinced a lot of people that he deserves a spot on the roster, but this can be the absolute selling point for him if he can continue to look good on defense, get around the ball, do all the little things that he's going to have the opportunity to do in this game, as well as standing out on special teams. And speaking of special teams, Marcus Sherrills did return to practice, so maybe he's going to get some reps at punt returner, potentially kick returner. I'm completely sold on Deontay Harris, but it's definitely going to be some action tonight at that return specialist position that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. All right, y'all, coming up next, we're going to jump into our Locked on Saints 53-man roster projections. We'll start off with special teams and offense in the next segment, and then we'll close out with the defense. But first, are you having a long day at work? You stuck at the office? Well, open up the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Right now, our listeners can also get $5 off of their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. So the Saints are going to be wrapping up their final preseason game this evening against the Miami Dolphins, and you know what that means. We're moving from preseason to regular season next week, Monday Night Football, the Saints and the Texans at home in the Dome, and that's right after roster cuts. So a lot of things are going to be changing about how the Saints look, but I'll tell you one thing that hasn't changed. That's where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the best place to bet on football every single weekend. My bookie has better bonuses, more prop bets than any other sports book, period. And this year, they're hosting the first ever online handicap super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do 
is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of a huge cash prize pool. You know what it is, yo? I only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me, and that's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game, and they've got the most rewarding player picks in the business for you. And for all of you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. You can get up to $1,000 of a first deposit bonus. You can double your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to activate that offer. Just visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON when creating your account to claim that bonus. Bet, win, get paid. All right, Huda Nation, it's time now for us to dive into the 53-man roster projections for the week one 2019 New Orleans Saints roster. Oh, I'm just milking it a little bit because I'm so excited about it. So I'm going to do something a little bit different with this. Uh, I'm not only going to start off with special teams. We always usually save special teams for last, but let's shout out the homies a little early. Will Lutz was a team MVP. Let's give him some love here. So we're going to start off with special teams. And as we go through, there are going to be a couple of positions here that I have denoted as players places where the Saints might be able to find somebody from another squad that gets cut. So I will, I'll sort of note those as we go through, but let's go ahead and jump in here. We'll get started with special teams, kicker, punter, long snapper. It's the same unit as it feels like it's always been, even though these guys have only been here for a while, not Thomas Moore said, but Will Lutz is your kicker, uh, punter, Thomas Moore said, of course, Zach Wood, he's your long snapper. They released Nick Moore a few weeks ago, or I guess last week. Lord, it feels like it's been so long, but they just recently released Nick Moore, so there's no competition happening at the long snapper position. Uh, Zach Wood can snap a football and hit a Madden case. That's all I care about. All right, moving on. Let's jump to the offense here. We'll jump into quarterback first. You already know this is three here. Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. That's that's what you got. That's the best quarterback room in the NFL right now. A lot of talent all around that. So that's our first six. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray at running back. And then for third running back right now, I'm going to go Divine Azigbo. And this might be an opportunity right here. This might be the first opportunity that I shoot myself in the foot and look like an idiot in less than a week. But I'm going to go Divine Azigbo here. And the reason being, Dwayne Washington, you know, he had all those drops. He had two drops in a row last week against the Jets. He had the big drop that led to an interception in the red zone against the Chargers. Now he's not going to be available for this game, which isn't his fault. He took a helmet-to-helmet hit from a bad tackler over on that Jets' Greg Williams defense, playing that Greg Williams style of defense. So look, he's going to be unavailable for this game more than likely, at least. Divine Zigbo is going to get a lot of opportunity. All he's got to do is make good on it. Show me you can run through some contact, and then we are all set to move in to the NFL season with a running back three in undrafted free agent out of Nebraska, Divine Zigbo. Now, this is one of those positions where I could see the Saints looking somewhere else and potentially pulling somebody that they like that got released from another squad. You got some log jams all around the NFL right now at uh, running back. You can see that it with, with the New York Jets, who the Saints just played, so they got a really up-close look at guys like Cannon and uh, Elijah McGuire and stuff like that. So there's some of those guys toward the bottom of that depth chart that you can take a look at. You've also got, uh, who did I mention yesterday? The Buffalo Bills. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles, including Boston Scott. Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, so there's a lot of log jams around the NFL deep in that position that have those pass catching types. So keep an eye out on that. And then fullback Zach Line is your fullback. So that puts us at what? 10 right there. Uh, let's jump over to wide receiver. I'm going to give you seven 
wide receivers here. And there's a reason I'm giving you seven. I'll tell you about it. Uh, first of all, your top three, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., Traquan Smith. That's never changed. I'm going to give Keith Kirkwood the nod here. I'm going to give him the nod. I'm going to say they like what they've already seen in him. He's not really going to, I don't think he's practice squad eligible. So not really, in, nor will he make it there. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give him the nod here and see if he can still maintain that starting slot position. Then I'm going to give the next nod here to Austin Carr. Austin Carr is making this roster. I keep telling y'all, Austin Carr is going to make this roster. Y'all better be prepared for it. And I think he's going to play well, but I'm just making sure you know, he he's he's making this roster. Uh, Emmanuel Butler, I'm giving the nod to. He's going to have to maybe show a little something today. I don't know. The Saints might already have their mind made up on the guy, but I would like to see a little bit more from him. Like I said, I want to see at least one of these wide receivers stand out and then fight for a spot on this 53-man roster. So I'm going to give the sixth spot to Emmanuel Butler, saving the seventh spot, which is actually the return specialist spot for Deontay Harris. The champ is here. He ain't going nowhere. Deontay Harris is on this roster. So that gives you all of those wide receivers, seven, which is actually six plus the return specialist. Now, tight end, Jared Cook, Josh Hill, those are your top two guys. And I'm going to give the tight end three nod to AJ Derby. Dan Arnold had the better receiving game last week, five catches, 83 yards. I know it. I know it. I know it. This is another opportunity right here where I might be shooting myself in the foot, but I'm giving this to AJ Derby. And the reason why is because AJ Derby has proven to be a very good pass blocker. And we already know he's a good pass catcher. That's how he got into the NFL in the first place. So I really like the fact that he can do both. Dan Arnold, he's your pass catcher and that's really it. He does believe that he's light years beyond where he was last year. I'm I'll, I'll take his word for it, but I'm going to give this nod to AJ Derby, though I could very clearly, clearly see this being Dan Arnold or potentially a release from another squad. All right, let's quickly go through the offensive line here because there's no surprises here. You're starting five, Teron Armstead, Andrus Pete, Larry Warford, Ryan Ramchek, rookie Eric McCoy. Those are your starting five. Then your three backups, Nick Easton, of course, he's going to end up being one of your swing interior guys. Cameron Tom, same thing. And then Marshall Newhouse, as long as he doesn't end up on injured reserve, he's been dealing with an injury since I think it was the second preseason game is the last time that we saw him. As long as that injury is not terrible and as long as he's able to be healthy and play in this season, he's going to end up being your swing tackle, uh, Marshall Newhouse, for the 2019 season. So that gives us a total of 28. That's 25 on the offense, three on special teams. Next up, we're going to take a look at the defense. But first, I need to tell you about that Locked On NFL podcast because it is on, as we say in the South, far. It is on Fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened to NFL shows in the country with expert analysis from former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. The Locked On NFL podcast is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Make sure you follow the Locked On NFL podcast now on your favorite podcast provider. All right, family, let's go ahead and wrap up with the final 25 names on the Saints projected 53-man roster here at Locked On Saints. Thank you so much for being with me here today. This is very exciting. I love doing this, and I love being wrong about this because the fact of the matter is that the Saints organization never thinks the way that we think. Of course, they if we thought the way that they thought, we'd have jobs within the <laughs> within the Saints organization. But all I do is cover it. All I do is cover it. My insights work every now and then, but all I do is cover it. So we're just running through the defensive side of of the projections here on Locked on Saints at the moment. And then uh, as we go through, I'll continue to update you and let you know when there are positions that I feel like the Saints might be interested in finding somebody from outside of the facility. So I'll denote those as we roll through. But let's get started with the defensive line. I'm going to actually put nine people on the defensive line here. This is one that can waver and can uh, get cut down. And I'll explain a little bit later. So right now on the defensive end, I've got Cam Jordan, Trey Hendrickson, and then Marcus Davenport, Wes Horton. 
that should not surprise you. That's what I've been talking about pretty much all week, all the last couple of weeks. Those are my four at the defensive end. And then my five in the interior, David Onyemata, Mario Edwards Jr., Malcolm Brown, Taylor Stallworth, and then of course, Sheldon Rankins is on the roster and he counts against the roster because he will not be starting on the physically unable to perform list. That's good news, but I'm going to have them carry five until Sheldon Rankins comes back. Then maybe they want to cut that down and go, uh, you know, maybe keep four and then end up cutting somebody, whether that be it, more than likely in that scenario, it'd be Taylor Stallworth, which I'd hate to see because I like the guy. He's the guy that was offering uh, Cam Jordan some watermelon and then also told him he's going to go get him a Gatorade and then got the two wrong flavors in the middle of a press conference. He's hysterical. He's hilarious. But you know that would make sense. But sticking with all five of these guys in the interior, not a bad look for the Saints either because then you've got two guys that can rotate at your nose tackle, two guys that can rotate at your three tech, and then you've got uh, Sheldon Rankins that can play both. So that's really, really great. And then, of course, Mario Edwards, who can also play off the edge. Now, moving over to the linebacker position, I've got Alex Anzalone, Demario Davis, AJ Klein. Those are your starters, of course. And then for backups, if Craig Robertson is healthy, like I said yesterday, I give Craig Robertson the nod and he gets that spot because he's that, that backup that can play all three positions. I've got Vince Beagle on here as well because he plays that linebacker position well. He plays off the edge oh pretty well as well. I mean, he's shown that so far during the preseason. And then, of course, he plays special teams very, very well. And then rookie Caden Ellis. Now, Caden Ellis is the second rookie so far to make it in terms of drafted rookie to make the roster so far, Eric McCoy being the other. So we'll continue to track that as we move through. Now, moving over to the secondary, I'll tell you now, this is definitely a place where the Saints could look outside of their team to see who got cut elsewhere and then bring somebody in. That might mean keeping one less player on the defensive line, potentially keeping one less wide receiver. They'll figure that out. But this is definitely one of those positions that they could reach outside of the Saints facility, especially with the severe lack of depth at the boundary corner position. So we'll start there. Your guys on the boundary as your starters, Marshall Lattimore, Eli Apple, and then PJ Williams is going to be your starter at the nickel cornerback role. Patrick Robinson's going to be backing him up. Patrick Robinson has not done enough to take that spot away from PJ Williams. And PJ Williams also took a plea bargain to drop that DWI down to reckless endangerment. So with that being the case, it's very unlikely you're going to see any disciplinary action from the NFL on that charge. Uh, are the only real back up you've got over on the boundary is Justin Hardy. Justin Hardy, of course, makes the roster as your most capable backup boundary corner, which isn't saying a ton because he really makes the roster as a special teams guy and as one of your special teams. You're one of your best players on special teams, oftentimes, sometimes your special teams captain. So he's somebody that will definitely make the roster. So that gives you five corners. And then I'll throw CJ Gardner Johnson in there as well. He's going to be backing up really that nickel role, but he's also counting as a safety. So I'm just lumping him in to that. So we've got four spots left that puts us at 49 spots total. So that leaves me with the safeties here. Von Bell, Marcus Williams are your clear cut starters. Chris Banjo backing up one of those safety spots as well and also playing some great special teams just like Justin Hardy. He ends up making this roster mainly with special teams, but because he can contribute again, he's only played 93 snaps, 96 snaps in the NFL. He's got three interceptions, most of which during garbage time. I know it, but I'm just saying not everybody that plays in garbage time gets interceptions. So stop being picky. Uh, and then JT Gray, I think is your final safety. So I'm taking Saquon Hampton off the roster at this point just hasn't been available. He's a great either injured reserve stash away type of, of option if he doesn't end up coming back from whatever this injury is, which we won't start getting injury reports until next week, or he ends up you know making it to the practice squad because no team's going to sign him away because they haven't really seen him in action. So JT Gray continues to make the roster here. He sticks after making it as an undrafted free agent last year. He's made some great plays so far throughout preseason, including a special teams play. So he adds to the plethora of very talented special 
special teams players that the Saints have on this squad, led, of course, by Taysom Hill, the best special teams player in the NFL. All right, y'all. So that does it for the 53-man roster projection. This is my second favorite part of this and sort of the penultimate step of it. The next step will be next week after roster cuts are made when we all get to get together, listen to an episode to where we all laugh at how absolutely terribly wrong I was. That's really my favorite part. So excited to do that. We'll revisit this at the beginning of next week and see if I got close at all uh, with these projections and with these predictions. Uh, some of the guys that you didn't hear, some names you didn't hear that I want to talk about real quick, some notables. Let's bring up uh, one of the other uh, rookies, drafted rookies, of course, Elise Mack, tight end out of Notre Dame. I think he's a great practice squad option, and he was drafted to be a developmental guy anyway. He's a seventh round pick. Of course, he was drafted to be that guy to see if he's got the talent, and then maybe you move forward with him. Haven't really gotten any opportunity to see him much because of the injury. So you can put him on the practice squad, see as much of him as you want throughout the season, as long as he doesn't get signed away. Uh, another name that is a big notable for a lot of people, and that is Simi Cobbs. Simi Cobbs, great route runner, big, like a lot of size, just a big guy, box out frame, red zone threat. I could see him making it to the practice squad as well, as long as he clears waivers. So he's a name that I want to make sure that I throw out there along the offensive line. Some of the guys that you saw last year didn't make the squad for me this year, Will Clap. I just think that Will Clapp, Cameron Tom, and Nick Easton are a little bit too much the same player for me. Will Clapp being the least talented out of the three and the least experienced when it comes to NFL experience out of the three. So he doesn't end up making the roster for me. And then a guy that I've been talking about a lot, Derek Kelly. He's somebody I could see as a practice squad player. Marcus Henry, I don't know if he's eligible for the practice. I don't believe he's eligible for the practice squad because he came into the league in 2016, but he would be an excellent spot for them just as somebody to keep an eye out on in case they do pile up with some injuries and need to go to free agency throughout the season. I think another great option for practice squad over on the defensive side, there's going to be guys like Porter Gustin, Corbin Calfusi as well. Really like Porter Gustin as that guy though. Would really love to see the Saints hang on to him and try to develop him a little bit further, get him into maybe his second year, third year, see how long they can carry him and see what they can do with him over that time and develop him, and develop him back into the pass rusher that he was at USC. And then finally over on the secondary side, just a couple couple of names, Kayvon Webster, uh, Terrell Williams. Those are guys that I'm leaving off the roster right now. The Saints are really struggling at the moment to find some depth at the boundary corner position. That's why I say that that's going to be one of those positions where they're really going to be taking a, you're really taking a look and keeping an eye on who ends up getting released elsewhere to potentially bring somebody in that could potentially make this roster and take a spot from someone else at a different position. All right, y'all, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Saints. Thank you so much for being here with me throughout the 53-man roster projection. Can't wait to revisit this next week. For tomorrow's episode, we'll review the game and then we'll start looking at potential roster cuts. I'll tell you who I think might get cut. And if any cuts have already happened, we will take a look at those and talk through them, of course, as the Saints are going to have to be down to 53 men on their roster by 4 p.m. New York time on Saturday. But for right now, I'll say as I always do, thank you so much for coming through. Once again, I am Ross Jackson. You can find me on Twitter at Ross Jackson ASC. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them. Tell your friends, family, and fellow Saints fans about the show and be sure if you have not already go ahead and subscribe and go ahead and drop that five-star rating and review thank you so much for all your support and for helping me grow this family this has been locked on saints and trust you that nation i'll holla at you